2: video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. That's dangerous. <laughs> Listen to me, we're out of here.
3: Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. We are f- frazzled. Matt's just getting settled in. I'm in a hotel. Jimmy. Okay, let's talk about Matt. This, uh, 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 Calvin Cater versus uh, Josh Emmett main card.
2: I was going to say, where do you want to start? But go ahead. I mean, it's insane.
3: Dude, uh, let, let's, start with the, let's start with this because, first of all, poor Joe Lazon, Um, That fight with Cowboy, day of is canceled because his knee locked up. Dana has said it will not be rescheduled. Um, I'm kind of uh, bothered for both of those guys. But let's talk about – let's start with either – let's start the co-main event. What do you think about the co-main Uh, Kevin Holland became the co-main, and Tim Means.
2: I know you you thought he'd win a decision. Holland
3: by decision, yeah, because Tim Means is very tough. You were Yes, I was. And Tim Means hits really hard. He's
2: very strong, very experienced fighter. But, hey, listen, Kevin Holland, he just seemed – it seemed like Tim Means never got in that fight. And Tim Means is the toughest to come. Very gain. He seemed behind in every aspect in that fight, and I I picked him to win. You did, yeah. You know, he's very scrappy. And I thought sure. it, and I thought they're both well-rounded, and I thought maybe he'd have a little something on the feet that he could possess a problem for Kevin. But I think Kevin is just so – he's very I, – I think he should stay at 170.
3: Dude, at Welterweight, he looks uh, – it's obviously not depleting anything because he looks fucking incredible at, at 170.
2: Every, in every aspect of that fight, from the grappling, the clinch, the striking, it just looked like a matter of time. You know, Tim never got it going, and uh, that's partly because yeah, Kevin, man, Kevin's hard to hit. He rolls with his punches. He comes back, back with his own. He's lanky. He's a Travis Luther black belt. I mean, shit, dude, he's 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 looking phenomenal, man.
3: What an incredible Kevin Holland is so interesting because he fought six times and he was six and zero in twenty twenty, and then he lost a, a decisions to Brunson and Vittori. Uh, obviously, there's no disgrace to losing to those guys like Kyle Dawkins. Uh, um, Headbutt, which wound up being the, uh, the the no contest, so he did not win a fight in 2021, and now he's two and zero in 2022. It's like almost like at the beginning of the year, you know what kind of year he's going to have. But I'm really happy for him that drop down to welterweight seems to have reignited him, um, and he looks now like he looked in, in 2020, which is fairly unbeatable at this moment.
2: He's looking phenomenal, and uh, and he wasn't the only one. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't want to jump all over the place because we can stay with the main you want, but just to look, I mean, with the prelims, one, two, three, four, five stoppages, um, crazy. One, two, three of those, four of those were in the first round. I mean, it was insane. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I mean, uh, let, let's start from like the bottom down with the with the uh, prelims, if that's cool. Okay, Roman. Dola Dizzle, no, I'm like it. Uh, how do you pronounce Rose's last name? Uh, I believe it's Delize. Delize. It had nothing to do yes. with Dola Dizzle.
3: Delize. I, I, that, that uh, devastating. Whatever Kyle Dawkins.
2: now, Kyle, that knee, like that, that yeah. knee from the clinch. We've seen it before. Sometimes guys will leave their head there, and guys would go to kick knee of them, yeah. and guys would catch that knee and take them down from there. Believe it or not, uh, the guy up against the cage. They leave the yeah. head, they go to kick, they hook the leg. And, but I, I don't think I ever saw such a well-placed knee up against the cage from that position.
3: Didn't they talk about how flexible his hips looked to be able to, to, to have done that uh, from the position he was in? Yeah, that was really, uh, that was the lights out.
2: The sound it made. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the only thing worse, if it was at the apex, you would have heard it worse. But it was so That's right. loud that it just sounded like somebody to hit somebody with a bat. It was disturbing. They played the replay. I'm like, dude, I don't even think I want to see this a third time. This is fucking brutal. So, I mean, I thought his face was caved in. But uh, he looked okay afterwards. And shoot, man, what could you say? That, that was just a phenomenally well-placed knee. And, yeah. and I think, I believe Kyle was the favorite. And, and you know, I think Roman was saying that, like, uh, in, in a previous fight, You see, no, no, Michael Bisney. Was saying that he was being just too much of a grappler, and and he made references to that. So he got excited on the mic afterwards, and he was saying that he could finish people and knock them out. And it's funny, he's like, "But everybody, you thought he was going to say something like a rhyme, but I could, I could knock people out." It's like, what the fuck? All
0: right,
2: no. <laughs> I mean, he's like, it wasn't any. He was just very excited. So uh, I don't know. I was like, it, it, it got my, uh, it got the the the, the I always gonna say my nipples are. But
3: you might say the juice is flowing.
2: Yeah, my juice is flowing, man. I got excited. I'm like, yeah! Like that. I'll
3: be honest. I, I can't. The spinning elbow, I know we're jumping. I think that was uh, Ramos over uh, uh, Daniel Chavez. Am I crazy? That spinning elbow? You're not oh. crazy.
2: You know why? Because we found him on the Ultimate Fighter. Ricardo Ramos versus uh, Daniel Chavez. Right. And uh, that's and it's not the first one he did. And he's known for doing this. So people know. To train for him, be like, all right, like Nick Diaz said to Carlos Condon back in the day, you know, you're doing that spinning shit, you know, you're throwing, you got to watch out for that spinning shit. So, yeah, he knew he let it, he leads him right into it. And uh, I'll tell you, he just wasn't giving him enough respect to keep him off. He was just in his face. Yeah. And he set that up beautifully. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I felt bad for Chavez because he did not know he was out. He wasn't beating right.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looked very confused, like, what the fuck happened?
2: He was just like, yo, the lights went off, then they went on. And he's like, hey, what happened? What do you mean? I'm here to fight. Meanwhile, all the yeah. fights. You know? So yeah, I'm sure he saw the replay. He was like, oh, OK.
4: But uh, wow.
2: Wow. What about
3: I, – and I really can't think of a better night of fights than I've ever watched. Dude. I mean, And I mean, there's been bigger fights. But when you look at, at just – uh, like fight by fight by fight, Phil Hawes, Duran Win, second fight of the night on a goddamn prelims. Um, Duran Win, even though he dropped that fight in in, in the second round TKL, Herb Dean stepped. I think it was Herb Dean stepped in uh, because he's just too tough to. He just saw that he was taking too much punishment. Duran Win, uh, the fact that he it, the fight had to be stopped while he was still standing. Um,
2: Jimmy, I yeah. have a question here. Sure, buddy. Um, now, he's very good friends with uh, D.C. D.C., yes. Cormier. And they were even talking, oh, it's like my little brother fighting. Sometimes it's difficult. To, you know, when you're watching your little brother fight, he knows how hard he went into it. Now, they're wrestlers. They know what they. know That's I mean, He even helps coach the wrestling with D.C. He loves the coach. Duran Wynn. Well, you see his frame. Now, the guy's my height, 5'6". I'm not calling for well. Right. He's fighting. At, excuse me? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were damn right. Sorry, Jimmy. I got. I'm getting flashbacks from that dwarf. Boy. What the hell? I love <laughs>
3: no, but it's a noticeable thing at middleweight. Yeah, sure.
2: Yeah, I mean, the height's a noticeable thing, but it's one thing if he's like that and ripped. I'm not saying he's not in shape, but you, but you don't think he as a wrestler? What did he wrestle at? Well, wait. You don't think he can't make 170? Because look at how powerful, look how look at how dangerous and and durable he is at 185. Why could he not make? He's a wrestler. Yeah. What and I you see him. I can pinch a little, I can go geek. I'm not gonna do it to him. It might be a fight. I don't I'm not yeah. But, yeah. I'll do you because you're not gonna do yeah. that. I'm gonna, I wouldn't if you mind. No, I'd I'd giggle. Me, if you have a little belly, I'll just do like little pills Pillsbury Pillsbury <laughs> <ass, you> know. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I'm not gonna do that to him. But no, I could do it to him. I can grab it. I can grab his little love handles and do a drop of hey. Anyway, he's I, I should have left that one out. <laughs> That's
3: the highlight. That's the promo for the episode.
2: Boom! Jimmy. He could make 170. I don't know why he is not making 170. I can only guess because
3: Phil Hawes was the first round. Phil Hawes was landing every fucking thing. I mean, everything landed, and he does, he doesn't go down. So maybe when he de- maybe he is depleted when he drops the weight because it didn't seem to. He was hurting Phil a little bit when he landed. Um, it had to be stopped while he was standing up. Phil just outstruck him and had a tremendous amount of reach, and he couldn't seem to close that distance to, uh, uh, to take him down. But, I mean, he seemed like he could handle 185. It was just a distance issue.
2: It's not that he can't handle it, but couldn't he handle it a lot better at 170? He's dealing with guys. A lot, I mean, there's a big difference, dude. I fought at 170. Yep. You know what I'm saying? The guy, yep. I'm 5'6". You stand me next to Wyman, and I'm up to that chest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it's just. I mean, this is an uphill battle for this guy. No pun intended. He needs to really. I think he'd be a fucking force at 170. And you saw it. You see a little drama afterwards with uh.
3: I was just gonna say that. Yes, Phil Haws in DC. No, no, no. Because Phil Haws looked so uh, devastating in that fight. Again, even though it, it, Herb stepped in and, and just kind of protected Duran Win. Um, He had said after to D.C. as it was walking up, and I think there might have been a commercial coming. Uh, You picked the wrong guy. Yeah, you. Yeah. you. He was kind of confrontational with D.C. and D.C. is is just still. I think for a second he forgot that this was the former heavyweight champion and the former light heavyweight champion. And D.C. uh, immediately became a cage D.C., and said, uh, "I don't, I don't pick fights. Be respectful. Be respectful." Put is his hand right? out
2: like this. Put his hand out, at him.
3: Like, Almost yeah, like you,
2: the force. Like, you-
3: and I think Phil immediately realized this may have been an error. <laughs> to-
2: <laughs> this is the thing with DC. He's, he's he's a guy that when I see him, like you see him, he's a, he's like affable. You want to hug him? Nice yeah. guy, teddy bear. He's always joking around with a beard. It's fun. Yeah. He's a fun guy. But listen, that guy's a bad motherfucker. Like, yes. he's going Disrespect him. I don't. It, it doesn't. And you know what it shows? You, it just shows you that it's the. It's who he is. Like yeah. uh if you've seen him also with Jake Paul, he's seen him he grabbed him by the neck. Hey, look, dude, don't be fucking. He, he went in his face and he told him, dude, don't be calling me. Don't be saying shit to me. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, you know what he's to do for a living at the highest level at the highest weight. Yeah. So what are you? Who are, yeah. you fucking, who are you even? What are you doing? And I think Phil Quarter. Listen, I think Phil was hurt. If I if I heard some of his post fight press conference. And he was saying how I he, mean, like, you know, you know, he kind of looks up to DC and he was hurt. He was kind of like, I think he was hurt that DC was like so, like, count, like, like, be, I don't know, not that he was backing up his his boy, but like, like, I don't know, like, uh, he felt that he was getting counted out. But it's interesting when you heard DC talk to him, he's like, look, I, you see what happened? I was trying to avoid this fucking fight. He actually said something like that, though. So it's wild, you know?
3: Um, yeah. he. Oh, did he, he? said, yeah, you didn't beat me. Didn't he say that to DC? So he you said
2: that to him. And he also said to, DC him, like, said that to him, I did see what happened. I didn't want this fight. You, you, you see, we all see, see what happened. I mean, I don't know if you caught that. but
3: No, I didn't catch that line. Um, I, I loved him. And he apologized to DC in the moment. I think he realized like, hey, this was maybe I shouldn't have said that. And he goes, all right, I, apologize. I apologize. And it kind of got squashed. But yeah, people, it's. I think his, Daniel is such a nice guy. And he's he, he says he's very likable and he's funny and he has a sense of humor about himself. Um and he's you know he's this this really a likable announcer, but people forget that he will throw you through a fucking brick wall. Um you know, don't forget who who Daniel Cormier is. Anyway, um it looks like our guest is here, uh hey, which I this this guy is gonna be around for a long time. Give and me. uh we might be talking to a future champion, yes, sir.
2: Adrian Gianniz. Do you yes. know why he's on the show today? Not only because Or what he did over the weekend.
1: Uh Uh,
2: But it's because I said I wanted him on. Yes. I asked Antonio. I go, I sent him a picture of his uh, Instagram. I go, get him on here now.
3: Yeah. That doesn't sound like asking.
0: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up?
5: hey what's up guys what's up hey buddy
2: i was telling jimmy hey you know why adrian's on it's not just because of what he did over the weekend it is basically but <laughs> it's because i wanted him on I go, Get. <laughs> and then jimmy goes yeah okay i go no jimmy he didn't believe me this is san antonio look ready i believe you He's <laughs> oh he's in he's already. In. Look at this. I sent him the Instagram picture of him. I go get him on. I go, make it happen. And they made it happen. They, they must have did it right
5: away. Oh yeah, it was like immediate. Yeah, I got I got messages immediately, so I was like, all right, this is perfect. Congratulations, by the way. Thank 100%. you so much. Thank you so much.
2: Doesn't it make it better? Because it gave me, it gave me like, flashbacks like Frank Trigg. Tr- Frank Trigg. Uh, yeah, I, when you're fighting a douchebag, I don't know if this guy's a douchebag or not, but he got under your skin. And I'll tell you this much, Jimmy: Adrian's been out to Long Island. He's friends with Aljo and Marab and them. He's been down to laws, been to Sarah J. He, he was training out here, and he's like this—the nicest <laughs> fucking guy. Yeah, so I like seeing a little bit of a fucking. What uh, <laughs> a night! What a fucking night, man! (laughs) How do you feel, man, being in your hometown?
5: Man, it it was amazing, man. Like just the fact that I was able to top it off with the nice, uh, with the nice little emphasis on it, you know, was amazing, man. That. It, my son was in this was my son was in the crowd. I was super excited. Ah uh, man, I was jumping for joy right after, man. So uh, oh man, everything just felt like it, it lined up perfectly for me, man. You looked so good in that first round. And then,
3: you know, towards the end of that, right before you, you 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 dropped him. He was uh he looked like he was coming back. Like he's a tough guy, and that straight front kick of his uh seemed to be doing actually more damage for him than than good. Um, did you guys have any animosity uh at all before this, or was it only his comments that he had made? about Brazilians and a lot of people were pissed off to get caught in a hot mic saying that, um, how did you feel about him before the fight? Was there any personal animosity?
5: Uh, honestly, I like, I was like, kind of like, you know, he said what he said, but I was being a little bit more understanding towards his, uh, towards how, when he said it, cause he's watching his girlfriend get punched in his face, man, like the punch in her face. So like, I'm like, bro, I get it. You know, I do look at you sideways. So that's the first thing you go to, but I get it. I a hundred percent get it. And I, uh, you know, I guess he was reading a whole bunch of like MMA media, like uh clickbait news, th- like the clickbait, and saying like, Oh, want to knock him out for bigotry and all that stuff. Like if you actually listen to the interviews, I cut the guy slack and just being like, it is a little bit of bigotry of him, like trying to like say dirty positions and all that stuff. You know, uh, I do look at you sideways, but I understand why in the heat of the moment, in the heat of battle, you're seeing your significant other get punched in the face, losing a fight. Like I get it. I understand. Uh, but he took it and was like, started going off and like started calling me like a, a wish version of Mazda starts talking shit saying like, yeah, so I saw. and I, I, I was like, all right, dude, you're starting to talk that shit. And I'm like, I, I'm not like, I'm just like, I felt like I've been very cordial, uh, very cordial. And next thing you know, you know, like I'm there having my moment and uh on on the ceremony of I see my kid in the stands and I'm like so fucking excited. And next you know, I just had this guy just chirping at me uh while I'm on the scale and just hearing he's like, get that ass down here, boy. And I'm like, Okay, now you got me. <laughs> now you yeah. got me. I'm having my moment with my kid, and you're you're just ruining that. And then uh he starts talking shit, and then uh I get like I get in his face and I was like, bro, next time just make weight. And he starts trying to justify that about making not making weight and i was like bro like dude stop it we're here it's like I, i'm gonna go out there we're gonna fight and like we're just, we're just talking shit a whole bunch of fu's and that going back and forth and then not even not only was at the ceremony ceremony of weigh-ins but like even like backstage of those weigh-ins uh he was waiting for me and the security guards were trying to back him up but he, he was just trying to talk to me uh i guess when he was trying to talk to me and next thing you know uh he was like man but i'm coming after you tomorrow and i was already so like mad at that point i said man i'm still gonna knock you the fuck out bro <laughs> like, like bro like just stop and he got he got pissy so walked away so and then uh just seeing how he went about everything flicking off my crowd like I, I got a little bit like heated off of that but had to stay cool calm and collected though to get that win because He's a tough fight. Like he's a tough fighter, whether I like yeah. him or not, you know, he's still a tough fighter. So I had to be on my p's and q's. It's
2: like he couldn't get your respect, in, you know, you were re- you were giving him respect, but you the counter punching was just so crisp and accurate. It's like you knew it was a matter of time that you were gonna land that sequence with somebody so dangerous. Why was there no hesitation? What what were you? I know you respected him because you knew what he did, even what he did with Randy Costa when it looks like he gets caught and then he comes back, what, was it the sparring? What makes you throw caution to the wind like that and, and be right in his face? It looked so, I'm telling you, man, you looked so professional in there and it looked like a different level. Like it's just a matter of time. You're in his face and you're going to land what you landed. And you didn't look surprised when you landed it.
5: Yeah, no, I, I know I have some of the best striking in the world, man. And especially whenever you're going, like I have went with the best in the world and I've, trained with some of the best in the world so like that to me is just enough confidence to look across the cage and be like dude this like this guy this guy ain't no no uh Al-Germain sterling he's no marab he's no Ra, he's no rafian Stots or anything like that he's like he's none of, he's none of these guys that i've, I've faced before so it's like of course i had to be be on my p's and q's because you know he's everybody's dangerous but he's not those guys And know so it's like those guys are those guys are are really good they're phenomenal they're animals and i look across and and i didn't see that in him you know he was a bully he's he's that bully type and you know when you bully the bully that's exactly what you get you know so
3: well, you i mean you're 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 you have an ability to take punishment to that cost of fight uh, that first round, he was really looking good. And towards the end of the round, you, you started putting it together really well. And maybe he got a little bit tired or whatever, but it was really interesting just to watch you shut him down. And then the next thing you know, he's just protecting himself. What was there? What, what was there one shot to the body that stopped him? Do you know which one of the shots stopped him? Because it was weird to watch him just kind of collapse down, uh, with his hands in front of his head like that.
5: Yeah. So th- there was, there was actually like a whole like couple sequences. They, they even led to that stoppage. Cause I'd noticed at the end of the first round, my body shot was actually like I hit him with the body shot and you can actually like see him in the middle of the fight. You go, Ooh. And I was like, Oh yeah, I know what that, I know what that means. I've had that before. So, uh, into, into that going into that second round, I knew I had to put the pressure on the jab, you know, be on the front foot a little bit more. Cause if I have him on the front foot, he's going to be, you know, explosive. He's going to be winning that fight. So I had to put him on the back foot. And then, you know, I, I love body work. So I knew if I hit him to the body, that liver shot, I, I hit him with the liver shot. And then I hit him with the uppercut that sat him down, but what kept him down was that liver shot. So it was like, that's, that was the best thing. Like I, I out of the, that last sequence, it was the body shot and like, that was the finishing blow. It wasn't the uppercut. It was the actual liver shot. So, man, yeah, that's what kept him down.
2: You're seeing more of it now with the, with the body work with some some fighters. But I'll tell you, and I'm sure you've seen it in, in, in the gym a lot, and I've seen it a ton. There's guys you could hit in a bat in the fucking head, not going nowhere. <laughs> hit their body. It's oh my goodness. It's like it's like a kryptonite. There's guys I've seen that just could tap a fucking chin on them but it's not the same thing to the body and more, more guys are figuring out, but like going in with this fight, you knew he was durable. Was that like a major focus, the body work?
5: Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Like I, like there was a couple uh paired kicks that I threw and I threw, was throwing hooks to the body and I was, I wasn't even trying to aim for the head a lot of times. Uh, if you look at my main combinations that I really hit, it was all, it was the body work that was doing it. And I was like getting them to start lean over. And as soon as you start seeing it, he started like kind of, moving his body he started doing that little uh he started like uh shelling up and when he shelled up he started putting a big gap where his body where he started separating himself try already trying to prepare and like move himself back from a body shot but you know I, I just have a good I just have a good uh couple hooks to the body that I, lo- I just love throwing so it's like I, I'm already I'm used to seeing that so I know how to adjust for it but yeah uh i i saw it in him and then uh, i saw in a fight where another fighter has success with it i was like i'm gonna just use that and build upon it and then the the punches like as soon as i saw him shell up i was like oh i know how to deal with these uh with this with this high guard i know how to deal with it so i wasn't throwing straight i was throwing like a little bit loopy so i could find his find the way around his uh his shell and everything else on the side was open. So I, hey, it was, it was there. I took it. What
3: were you guys saying to each other after? I couldn't quite make out. Like you
5: guys were kind of <laughs> drawing a little bit after. What was happening after that? He comes up to me and says, hey, man, you know, I wasn't out. <laughs> you know, I wasn't out. I was like, yeah, you were out. He was like, no. It was like, he's, he's like, no, nah, you might have caught me with a good shot. But you know, I wasn't. I was like, bro, you were out. He's like, I oh, wasn't You were out. I was like, bro, you were facing completely the other way. <laughs> I was like, then that's whenever they started like separating us and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah. And then after that, he tried to say some stuff. I shook, he, I shook his hand, but I was like, bro, I got nothing else to say to you. I'm done. We're done here. Uh, you uh, know, that was, that's pretty much the extent of it. Cause he actually started trying to talk trash in the middle of the fight. Yeah. In the middle of the fight. Yeah. You could, you could see him jabbering his lips and I, that's whenever you saw it, like he started throwing more combinations and all that stuff, and and he thought he was having success. But what he was doing actually doing for me was every time he threw a combination, uh, it was leading for me. Like, oh, this is how he's throwing it. This is what he's doing. It just made that finish finish a lot lot faster.
2: When you want to play that, uh, when guys want to play the heel, it's great when you're winning. Like Kobe, <laughs> Thomas, Kobe comes in finale. A guy can say what he wants. He's beating everybody. The guy's a good fighter. But if you play that role and it doesn't go your way, ooh, oh, then, yeah. and then when somebody's over, you're giving you the finger and this and that, it's like, hey, man, <laughs> stuck it up, buttercup. we <laughs> talking no shit now, man. It's Adrian's it's Adrian's night,
5: oh yeah, that that was that was the that was a sweet part for me, too, because like i I know not everybody could see like me just telling y'all that he was talking mess during the fight. You know, it was like kind of like a little bit of a sweeter thing for me because I'm like, yeah, nobody else really knows that he was talking to me during that fight, other than Kerry Hadley, other than the the ref in there knew that he was talking talking mess to me. But yeah, he started talking to me, and just every single time, it, it just felt good. He jabbed, he was like, he was saying something. I you know uppercutted him, shut his mouth a little bit, so that felt good.
3: Yeah, that's got to be very satisfying. And uh, what, what do you think about the rest of the division? I mean, uh, uh, Vera versus uh, Dominic Cruz was announced. Uh, Marab against Jose has been uh, talked about. And I know you want, uh,
5: who do you want next? Uh, You said Sean O'Malley would would be ideal for you. Yeah. Sean O'Malley, Nate Maness, those guys, they called me out. And like, yeah, like three people called me out. Tony Kelly was one of them. Nate Maness and Sean O'Malley were one of those, one of them too. So uh, yeah, that'd be good. But also they're, they kind of, they're kind of booked, Uh, you know, Nate Maness, I think fights this Saturday, Sean O'Malley fights next Saturday. So uh, we got to see how those fights end up lining up for them. Because if Sean O'Malley wins, uh, he's, he's not going to take a step back and fight me. He's going to try to take steps forward and fight someone else in the top seven. Right, right, right. I see what you're saying. So, but if he loses, maybe, then, then all of a sudden you guys can... Oh, oh yeah. I, ri- I, ride, I ride that wave, knock him out, and then just keep riding that wave even more, you know? Uh, Adrian, how old were you when you met um your
2: late, great trainer, uh, Sal uh, I, 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 I Pronounce his last name for me. I don't want to
5: ruin so, it. So, Elise. Totally. So, all right. I, I didn't. Yes. Uh, when, when, how old were you when you met him? I was 18 years old. I was 18 years old. I met him just like right, right after one of my, I had an amateur amateur fight and I was just doing jujitsu and, and I, I just knew I needed something else. I needed something more because like the place that I was at only offered jujitsu. And I was like, all right, well, I gotta, I, I guess I gotta find something else. Cause if I want to do MMA, you know, I gotta find the place where I can do it all. And luckily for me, I had, I had Saul, saw right down the road, you know, found Saul, got with him. And after that, you know, I rest his history. It's so funny.
2: how water seeks its soul level. Like, I mean, he said, he was he's such a great guy. I don't know if I ever told you, I'm sure Longo did. Did he? I don't know. But oh when, yeah. Yeah. Did he told me already.
5: Yeah. He 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 told me, he told me, he showed me pictures and it was crazy. It, it was absolutely crazy. Cause I have a, I have a story. Like I have a quick story uh, just cause, uh, like, I remember going up there and uh, the reason why, like, is a lot of people would have said no, you know, like, we're in the same division. Aljo asked, like, hey, can you help me train for Peter Yan? A lot of guys in my position would have said no. Uh, but also, like, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get to go train with the best in the world. I might as well go. And I remember telling my training partners, like, "Man, I don't know if I should. I don't and I started talking to him. He's like, man, like, no, like, I think you should go because Saul said, you know, those guys would be, like, Be wanting to train with you because, like, like they're they're gonna they're gonna ask for your help, and when they that help is like when they ask for you go help them out, it's like man the the champ is gonna ask for your help. I mean they ask for your help, you go. And then I was like, yeah, because he specifically said either Peter Yan or Algerman is gonna ask ask you to go out there and train. And I remember being like, dude, that that was already nuts to me, and the fact that Algerman had asked like hey you want to come out and help me and i was like god oh, that that was a sign and i was like man i don't know if i should and then i was like you know what i'm going Saul said one day this was gonna happen i went and i met i meet Longo, and i just was like man i already felt at home and he starts talking to me about coach Saul, uh and then he's like man i got a picture and he shows me a picture and like I had to do my best not to cry in the gym (laughs) because I'm in the gym. Everybody else is already working on stuff. I'm just like, Oh man, like it's uh, damn. Like, Oh man, I, I, I like, I had to take a second for myself and he starts telling me the story. And uh, I was just like, man, like this is, this is not, I don't know. I felt like destiny is destiny. Have everything happens for a reason. And I'm, and I was there, I was meant to be there at that time. And then whenever that happened, it was like, I think it was like close to like three weeks to three weeks to a month after he had passed. I was like, that was another sign for me. So I was like, I like, man, no, it it happens for a reason.
2: Jimmy, what do you, what we're referring to? uh, What 15 years ago, when I fought for the title in Houston, Texas, you know, everybody thought I was going to get destroyed. We all know that. And so, you know, it's not like everybody wanted to really hang out. Not that that we weren't unpopular, but everybody's like, all right, this is not going to be the winning team. Saul, may he rest in peace. What a gentleman, dude. Uh, I tell you, I might get emotional now. He opened up his doors to us, man. It it was beautiful, dude. He let us, anything we needed, me and Longo, and it was just us at his place. And uh, he was such a gentleman. And so, like, uh. He made us feel so welcome. And he goes, look, man, anything you need, any time you need to get ready for this fight. Cause we went out there early a few weeks early and we did, we took him up for it, up on it. We were at that, that school, like almost uh, almost every night up until the week of the thing and the fight. And then, so, you know, and that was, and I didn't know Saul all that much. I knew him through, through the fight, fight game me. and he was always cool. Me and Longo was another always respectful, but, that shot up another level. So every time I seen him since then it was yeah. Hey man, I appreciate that, bro. I really <laughs> I was like, yo, thank you, man. Like like and and you know, he was just so cool, dude. You know, I don't know. We appreciated that some you know somebody did something good for you when you don't forget it, and it's been almost twenty years <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, man he he did he did an amazing uh, a lot of things for for me, and he did a lot of things for for a lot of people that even just stepped a step foot in the gym and everything. so like, yeah, yeah, he's he's greatly missed down here in Houston, yeah,
2: and, it, and it's great. I, so I was happy when i i like when I found out that's where you came from and this and that. I'm like, well, that makes sense. You know what I mean? <laughs> Nobody usually meets Longo, and then there's a student of Longo who's a real prick. You know what I mean? Yeah, I that was a bad example because bitch. <laughs> <No>, like- <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Adrian! Man. And Adrian, how old is your kid? How old is your son? Oh,
5: six months. He turned six months last week, man. Oh, he was there. Oh, dude, I was so excited. Life,
2: life changing, right? It's interesting, isn't it?
5: Yeah, it-, it absolutely changed my life, man. Like I, I went. So I went this last time. I went to uh, uh, to New York. And I was, I was like on a phone, I was uh, on a video call with them every night, just seeing right before he get put to bed, man. I, I was so excited and uh, coming home, seeing him. And then this time, right after seeing, seeing him after the fight, man, I got my, they got, they got a picture of me just holding him. I didn't want to put him down, man. I was just, yeah, it was, I loved it.
2: It's a very like a biological thing. It's weird. It's, it's very, you know what I mean? Is that connection. And now at six months, oh, it only gets better and better. Cause now I bet he's got a little personality. He's starting to develop his personality.
5: Yeah,
2: right? he's smiling. Or he's being silly.
5: Yeah, man. He started. We started getting him uh, some solid foods, and he just every ate every single time. I don't know if it, if because I love food, so I don't know if he's taking it after me. He starts eating the food, and then all of a sudden he's done. He's just like so excited that he just ate food. He's like you he just start screaming like ah, like you think he's screaming, you think he's crying, but he's just like. You look at him. He starts laughing. I'm like, "Oh man, I love this kid." Oh, it's fun, man. It's so it's so much fun.
2: And it's and people are like, "Oh, it goes by so fast." It's pretty. It's true, man. Tonight I'm teaching the uh my kids' class. I got my 13 year old, my 11 year old, and my nine year old daughter. They're all taking the class.
5: Oh man, that's amazing.
2: You got a lot of stuff to look forward to, man.
5: <laughs> I love it.
3: Well, uh, Adrian. I mean, be, before we let you go, I had to ask you too. Gilbert Burns reached out to you, uh, and of course, uh, he was asking for your Zelle, your Cash App, and you. Uh, I know you thanked him. Now, did he actually send you something?
5: Yeah, man. I was actually, uh, I, I was actually with uh, Mick Maynard and my manager Jason House, and like we're we're standing we're standing around next. You know, my phone vibrates because I didn't want to accept it. Like I didn't want to accept it. Sure. Like, uh, Uh, he actually like, cause I I had left him on red. Like I, I sent, I was like, man, you don't, I know you want like, man, thank you. You don't have to, you don't have to at all. And I I left him on red for a little bit. And he was like, no, I don't have to, but I want to, my phone starts blowing up. And he, I guess he tweeted out saying that like, uh, like everybody, on Twitter start tagging the so he can start it. So he can accept the money. And it just got like, all right, cool. I sent him my Zelle and I'm with, Like the bosses in the UFC and next, you know, boom. I just opened up my phone and was like, oh shit. Fucking Gilbert Burns just sent me some money. Oh, wow. Thank you. It's like, oh, so that, that felt really, really cool. Was Was it more
3: than a hundred dollars? Oh
5: yeah. Yeah. It was more than a (laughs) hundred.
2: What am I confused about? What did you get money sent for?
3: Gilbert had offered to send him money because he was offering you money, I think, to knock him out because he didn't oh. like, I think, what Tony said about Brazilians. Yeah. So Gilbert was very, very vocal and, and told you he'd send you money <laughs> if you knocked him out, That he fucking sent you money.
2: Yeah,
5: I told him at the beginning that it was on the house.
2: <laughs> you got a little bonus. You got a, another bonus from, from, from Gilbert.
5: Gilbert. Yeah, I got that another bonus hysterical. from Gilbert. Yeah.
3: More than 500 Was it more than 500
2: Yes. <laughs> All I know is we're in the Hurt business. And uh, there's so many good guys in this sport. And I'm not saying the guy you fought was a bad guy. But when you fought somebody who's playing the heel, who's being disrespectful, it makes it that much sweeter.
5: Oh, yeah. It felt good.
3: Well, look, we're looking forward to seeing who you fight next. I mean, O'Malley, that sounds like a really – I know he said he's fighting next Saturday. So it's kind of close to when you fought. So uh, either of those guys could be available to you in, in a few months if it goes as planned. Uh, and good luck, man. We'll definitely talk to you again. That was a great, great fight. A great win for you. And uh, I mean, your last, your last three wins have been phenomenal.
5: And uh, look forward to see who you fight next. Man, thank you so much, man. I hope I, I hope I get to fly out to New York here pretty soon, uh, man. want to want to go out there and train with uh, train with those guys again, man. I love, like again. I can't. I talk nothing but great things uh, every time someone asks me about them. Like, nah, we got to go. Like, I actually want to gra- grab a group of guys to go down there because, man, I absolutely love it down there.
2: I hope you feel at home out here. And Longo even says, like when you're sparring with Algebra, he goes, know, yeah, this kid know." He goes, "He's good, and he knows how to work." Like this guy's, you know, you know what I mean? Like you, you would do, you, were, you were giving the right looks, and you were just being a a good, solid dude. You don't worry you're not worried about how you're gonna look. You're just getting solid, good work in, and it was really good. The camaraderie and everything. I anytime you want to come down, buddy. Oh, By man. All means,
5: I, I, I'm definitely I'm definitely one time just going to need to be preparing for a fight down there because I need that Matt Sarah. Mm-hmm. Like this is this. Oh, man. I lo- I loved it. This Yeah. This is the way oh, I'll guess- <laughs> That's all you hear in the corner. And I'm just I was like, man, like yeah, it, it, was, the- it was hyping me up. I was like, I know he's not cornering me, but man, this is like this is hyping me up sometimes the sparring gets i get i have espresso right before i
2: get there and i'm just like (laughs) "Ah!" i I I fucking love it jimmy you got to come down to a sparring one time you're gonna fucking love it
3: i would love that i would love it yeah
2: all right adrian man thanks so much for coming on dude appreciate it Yeah,
3: great talking to you man
2: thank you thank you
3: guys y'all have a good one Let's bring in Jason from uh, Panini Cards. Uh, these are really good, and um, I had these, and uh, you know, obviously they're an advertiser on the show, so of course I, and I wound up uh, buying uh, packages just because I liked it. I really am a sucker for anything collectible, and these cards are great. Hi, Jason. Sorry for the delay. We're having some technical issues. No, no
2: I, I know, you know, we're just meeting, but I'm gonna be totally honest. It, it wasn't technical issues. It was bathroom issues. I have a tummy problem. <laughs> Jimmy's being he's covered. That is a
3: technical <laughs> issue you're calling.
2: <laughs> it is true. Technically, he's right. All right, I'm sorry. How are you, buddy? Good. How are you? I'm great, dude. I'm excited to see It's uh, You know what's so I like excitement. And this is very I'm like a little kid. It, it, we got you did not want us to open certain packages. Right. Uh, until we were on air. Is that right, Mr. Panini? No, I'm sorry. What do we call you?
3: I got I'm in a hotel and Uh I'm in Los Angeles right now, which is why I have this awful lamp behind me. So I got a couple of envelopes. I didn't get there's a couple of other cool things that came, which I didn't get because I'm on the road. So I'm actually looking forward to opening this and seeing what I got. And I'm saying this with no irony. I'm 53 and I'm happy to be opening an envelope with something in it. Yeah, I love it. What exactly is the newest thing you guys have right now? Because you guys always have really great stuff.
4: Yeah, yeah. So what you should have received was you should have seen, uh, you should have received the debut um, version of our Donruss UFC products, which just came out uh, about a week and a half ago. Lots of good stuff in there. You'll find, um, you know, on the average, you know, average box will have one autograph, one, you know, insert, like a relic piece, a floor mat, you name it. Um, There's over 60 different inserts of really cool looking cards and then you know the the autograph to chase in this one is the patty rookie card uh, oh patty uh yes 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 um can, now can i uh open
3: this now envelope number sure. one sure
1: yeah yeah wait, what Pimble, that's great.
3: Wait,
2: hold, hold on stop the presses
3: but well, I, <laughs> I want to know, see what i got
2: <laughs> wait, wait wait what
3: i want to see what i got I, I literally it was so hard for me not to open this i'm not kidding Dude, I, I got a different package because I'm on the road, so they just UPS'd it to me, and I, it came up the other day, and I literally had to sit there and look at these envelopes and not open them, and I couldn't wait for this segment. And then you're on the toilet. I'm like, come on, let me open my thing. Don't
2: you put those scissors again. Do not open up anything.
4: I already I, opened it.
2: Opening, Jason. What am I opening?
4: No, I, I think you're going to go with the box, Matt. Go with that. Oh, my. I, I just opened it. Um, a phenomenal. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, poor Oh, this is great! Oh my goodness! It's another box. I love oh, it—a it. box within wait. a box. Wait, open this one now. I have to say, it. hey, Jason, what, what, what movie is this from? What's in the box? Hold on, I'll wait. What's in the box?
4: It sounds like a, it
3: sounds like a Joe Kashie movie. No, it's it's a very bad impression okay. uh, of Seven. He was doing Brad Pitt and seven. Oh, wow.
2: Yeah. Just It was Brad Pitt and seven. You didn't have to say it was a very bad impression.
3: I apologize. I'm just so psyched about what I'm holding in my hand right now. And I know I say that often, but this is really great. What they sent me. Let's go with the other box
4: first, Matt. Oh, you
2: got to be. I see. Oh my God. I'm going to, I'm, this is amazing.
4: What's in the box.
2: (laughs) What's in the box. I'm in the box.
4: Come oh, on, man. look at that. Isn't yeah, that great? Man. Matt
3: Sarah and Jim Norton. Jimmy. Uh UFC unfiltered, uh, unfiltered Panini cards. I can't believe I've never seen myself on a card. These are fantastic.
2: I almost just got deflated with all my I got so happy to be on a card. I thought it was what I contributed to the UFC and, and made, <laughs> <laughs> I talked to the Frank trip. And then Jimmy picks up his card. I'm not J- Jimmy. This is we even-
3: have cards together, isn't this awesome? No,
4: why is it? <laughs> we both have cards. You, you beat too- You guys made it so easy because you're so photogenic. So I, I was you- the giant. Thank you, Jason. I-, I-, I love this. I absolutely me- love this. The biggest
2: upset ever in Houston, Texas. I shocked the world. I don't- absolutely. I don't like a- but don't get me wrong. What- why am I complaining? I'm on. A-
3: I don't know. You should be happy. This is phenomenal. Look at these. These are great cards. Oh, the back's even better. I can't believe I can't believe my picture is on a card. I can't believe this
2: I look too carby. I think I look pretty powerful.
3: I'll be honest, this, it's not a bad photo of me either. I normally hate my own photos. Oh, gee, but you guys you. got a photo of me before I completely fattened up in the pandemic. So I appreciate that. I don't look as awful on this card
4: as I do in person. So I, you guys got a good picture. I appreciate hey, listen, we try color correcting and everything else there's lots of magic our team can do oh yeah you did how, how but
3: what, how many photoshop experts had to fix my neck so i didn't look like a pelican well done
4: i'll never disclose that jim jimmy i love that they got my Kamura savage shirt
3: i i literally could not i had i if you would have given me a hundred guesses i'm not kidding you i would never have guessed that matt and i were on card. I, I, I never would have gotten there you wow. go Shit. what is it <laughs>
2: What's
3: in the box? Matt's off camera. For anyone just listening to this, now Matt's off camera. We're just looking at his chair. He's enjoying his oh, gift. We don't know what it it's is.
2: Me. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm going to put my head together and make an ass. It's me, everybody.
3: Is, is that a giant Matt Sarah Panini card on a poster? Oh, that's phenomenal. Absolutely. Oh, oh that I know I what's is going phenomenal. I'm going to make it
2: the Wall of Fame. At that Sarah is JJ tonight.
3: There you go. That's fantastic. By the way, I hope that I got a Matt Sarah one too. It would be <laughs> great if there was no Jim Norton one. I just got a Matt Sarah one and I'm going to hang it on my wall. Those these are co- really great, man. I, these are really great. Right now,
2: and, and Jay, I'll be totally honest with you. We got this big thing. I go, oh, I, I told my wife, but she's like, You got to open it up in the room because I do this. this is my my room, you know? She's like, Oh, I got to wipe it down. It's dirty. I go, Look, honey. I go, what if that's me as a Panini? I did. I said that. I thought it might have been the pose with the, oh, look what I did. That's when I won the title. But dude, I'll fucking take, I'll take this. I there look you like, go. I'm boss on that motherfucker. I love it. Where's Mr. Panini? I want to thank him. He's in
3: Italy. Okay. I want to ask you, what is this launch? You have a Donruss NFT. Don Russ is a, a tremendously uh, well-respected card line. I've collected Donruss cards over the years. Um, they typically go up in value because they're always high quality. Uh, what exactly is this, and uh, what makes these things so special?
4: So the NFT version of the Donruss product that we have on our website at paniniamerica.net backslash blockchain is our NFT Donruss packs. They're $10 a pack. This part's awesome is that in the pack um, we've inserted three golden ticket utility tickets and they unlock an experience to a VIP experience at UFC 278 in Utah. Oh, nice.
2: Oh, that's some Willy Wonka shit. Yeah.
4: Right now, only one of them has been found. So there's still two out there. Um, you got a trip to UFC 278 VIP experience. It's $10 a pack. It could be in any pack. No one knows where they are. Um, But really great opportunity to kind of, you know, get out and and experience UFC in in real life as opposed to in the NFT space. Yeah,
3: that really is like Willy Wonka. It really is. You're looking for golden tickets and they found one already. When is 278?
2: You're talking about Willy Wonka. I'm getting flashbacks of that poor little fat kid Augustus. Augustus, get away from the chocolate lake. August 20th. (laughs) That little spoiled fuck. (laughs) Hey, anybody noticed that Willy Wonka was full of a bunch of spoiled little shits?
4: Yes, except for Charlie.
2: Charlie was fucking great. That little fat All right, let's get back to
4: business. And that's that's why he got the factory, because he was the best kid out of all of them, right?
2: I guess I didn't really solve anything right here when I said that. No, that was kind of the the point. well-known that he was the only good kid.
4: Yeah. I've always wanted. I've always wanted to create a golden ticket, and this is the first one we've created for for UFC and just in general. So this is this is uh, really cool, and we're excited to you know get get fans there to experience UFC in person. And there's
3: two months left, so there's plenty of time to buy a car. It's not like UFC 278 is happening in two weeks.
4: Yeah, the contest ends in July because we need to make okay. sure that we're planning the trip properly and get okay. stuff buttoned up. But we'll have some other surprises um, that are part of that experience, which we won't. Uh, we won't share just yet okay so the contest ends in july so
3: people yeah. have about at least a month to yeah. go out and buy cards uh and find these one of these two remaining golden tickets and that's and, uh, at
4: Panini, that's at PaniniAmerica.net backslash blockchain it's only in our nft Donruss packs which are ten dollars a pack
3: okay um and also what are the most valuable cards to date because you guys had some incredible cards floating out there
4: man it, we've had some really good ones i mean could is selling great you know connor selling great all the guys that you'd expect to sell really well have been selling really well um you know patty this is his rookie this is uh this year's product for you know whether that's our usc prison product or our, our donner's product or our select product which comes out later this year you know those patty rookie cards will be the ones that everyone wants to chase
3: Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. Like there's something about him, his personality, obviously his fighting is incredible, but it's like once in a while you see these guys come along and you're like, yeah, that guy's a star that guy could not only can fight and he backs it up, but he's really likable. He's a fun, we've interviewed him. He's a really fun guy to talk to. Um, Yeah. He's just one of those guys you can see is going to be around for a long time. um, And is probably a future ham, future champion. Absolutely. Now I will say this. I was hoping that this, what it was, I was like, they better not throw some patty card in here. I wanted a Matt Sarah card, and I got myself oh, a got Matt card. Sarah card. I got a Jim Norton and a Matt Sarah. This is in my second envelope. They probably could have put this all in one envelope instead of getting me all excited, but I have a Jim Norton and a Matt Sarah card. I honestly do love these. and you, you guys made these just for us, or are they actually going to pop up in the boxes?
4: They made them just for you guys. Free to give them out to fans. You're free to do whatever you, you know, give them to your parents, give them to your wife, give them to your kids, you know. I should give these to my,
3: I should give this to my girlfriend.
4: I'll give this, I'll give her mine
3: and I'll give her Matt's and say, this is what happens when you don't care about how you look. And that's what happens when you do care about
4: how you look. Now, why don't you try, why don't you open up a pack or two for oh, Matt? Oh, you have another package two. for Matt? Yeah, well, Matt, open what, your box. Sorry. Yeah. Open that Donruss box and maybe open up one or two packs and see what, yeah. Oh! Oh. Pull out one of the when you open up that pack when you open up that box and you open up a pack pull out one of the cards and tell us about you know one of the fighters that you one one of the best fighters in your pack.
2: This I can't wait to see. I you. won't know who it is. Neither
4: will them. But oh, you got a whole box of cards. Oh, that's phenomenal.
2: Like a little kid at Christmas here. I do. Yeah.
3: You do understand, Jason, that, like, it doesn't matter how old somebody is. Like when you get a box of cards like this, it really does bring you back to when you were a kid collecting baseball cards. Absolutely. This is such a great thing.
4: Yeah, and the great thing about this is this is our new UFC Donner's product. You can get it at Walmart and Target and hobby stores and online at PaniniAmerica.net. But, you know, lots of great stuff in that product. Who do you got there?
2: I got Rafael DeSantos. DeSantos. It's oh, nice. a RDA and a very nice card. Look at this. Oh, let me ask you the stuff you have on the back. How do you get How do you go? How do you find this stuff out?
4: We have a whole editorial team at Panini America that goes back and researches all the fighters and then writes the backs of the cards. I
2: like it a lot because it gives you a little bit about the guy. Yeah. You know, it gives a little uh, background and it says what they're about. Let me look at another one really quick. Kevin Holland, who there just had go. a great, great weekend. Yeah,
3: tremendous, uh, tremendous win, tremendous
4: second round win. It's a nice picture. It's great. What's the website again, Jason? It's paniniamerica.net.
2: I like it. I, I Man, let me tell you, this is so exciting. And, I, and I'm, and I'm honored, Jimmy, I'm honored to be on a panini card.
4: I am too. I honestly am as well. Great way to celebrate your 600th podcast by, you know, maybe giving away, you know, a couple of those cards to your, your, your listeners on the podcast or something. So something to think. Yeah, about. we
3: should do something like that. You Like, what? like maybe we could come up with something for like uh uh trivia or something maybe the guys behind the scenes can come up with something I suck at coming up with things by the way did I show you how lazy I am I just said maybe we should come up with something like the guys behind the scenes can come up with something I immediately bailed out because I'm lazy and I'm not good at that but these cards I I call that
4: I call that delegating that's true delegating
2: I do that shit all the time I like to delegate
3: let's give them an I want to give them an unopened uh package of card. that's a great idea so the guys behind the scenes if if you're listening please come up with something and you guys have all sports that you do it's not just ufc okay ufc are the ones that we're promoting because obviously that's our interest but if you guys have other interests in other uh, collectible cards uh i I mean there's some great football cards here so i guess you guys cover all sports
4: yeah all sports nfl nba you've got an nba draft later this week so that's going to be a busy week the new rookies will come into the league uh on Thursday night, we don't know where they're going to go yet, uh, but that'll that's always a good night to see what happens with these guys. But yeah, super excited about our UFC product. We're you know in year two. Um, like I said, this release is our first Donruss release for UFC. So you know, great heritage and history with the Donruss name. Rated rookies in that product. Um, amazing parallels and inserts that are in there. Um, you know, various you know different. Uh, backgrounds and, you know, um, types of things that you can find in that product, like the autographs, like I said, there's one autograph per box. Uh, so there's in one of those packs, you, sh- you, you, you'll probably hit an autograph, Matt.
2: That's so awesome, man. I can't wait to go through.
4: And I'm looking through your site, Jason,
2: obviously
3: there's so much other stuff here as well. So you can, you can, you can, uh, Go on the hunt for one of these amazing tickets for uh, for this uh, fan experience at UFC 278. Uh, if, buying a box would probably be the best way because you're guaranteed to get an autograph in there. Yeah. And again, I'm looking at your site is phenomenal. PaniniAmerica.net. Uh, there's uh, like stuff for the blockchain. All of these auctions are doing. You guys got uh, rewards. You got releases. You have uh, memorabilia. There's a whole lot of stuff on here. So uh, UFC, I love seeing UFC up there with the NBA and the NFL. Like I love it. I love Absolutely. seeing UFC mentioned in the same kind of uh, banner as those as those sports. So congratulations, man! These cards all look great. And I'm not even an NBA fan. I'm looking at these cards, and they look. I'm looking at basketball cards, and they're gorgeous. So you, go. you guys really, really do a good job, and it's all high
4: quality stuff. So. Thank you for doing cards for us as well. Yeah, absolutely. Matt and Jim, again, congratulations on your 600th podcast. That's impressive. And thank you. It's
3: Panini America, uh, P-A-N-I-N-I. It's only one, P-A-N-I-N-I-America.net. Go there. And uh, can you order stuff from here? Like you could order the cards themselves from here?
4: Absolutely, yeah. So
3: if you're like me and you're lazy and you don't want to go to a store, because like you saw how fast I just pushed off the responsibility, order cards here. This way you can just sit on your fat ass at home and the cards will show up and you can feel like you went out and did something. Great, congratulations, man. Very, very well done. And thank you so much for thinking of
4: us. Thanks, Jim. Thanks, Matt.
0: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters
3: So we should probably talk about a couple of more fights
2: yeah. before
3: we, uh,
2: before we call it a day.
3: Well said.
2: You ever really call it a day?
3: Never. Ooh. All right. Let me start. ask you. And, uh, uh, what, what did you think? Um, hold on. Let me grab the card here. I, I closed the window like an asshole. Yes. buddy. While, you're,
2: while you are thinking about what you were going to say, I'm going to say something. Cody Stamen. Cody Stamen versus Eddie Weiland. Oh my goodness, Jimmy, Cody He looked like a little freaking stocky little Mike Tyson in there. Yeah, he did. He's and you know I didn't know he won the Golden Gloves in in his state. I didn't either. I always looked at him like a wrestler because he's like built like a wrestler and he and he. But I think he actually has better credentials as as with his hands, with his striking. Yeah. And now he's believing it, believing in it. Sorry, I need to know how to speak. Did this shit for six hundred episodes? <laughs> anyway, Jimmy. I thought it's it's fair to say he never looked better. And Eddie Weinland is the uh, former WEC champ. He's a vet. He went in there looking in in great shape. Yeah, man, when he got when Cody got him hurt, and just like uh, with Adrian, when they got them hurt, they did not just empty the clip like haphazardly. They were laser focused with their with their shots. were very accurate and. uh, yeah, Cody just, he just, he just knocked him into next week. It's, yeah. it's, I never said that before.
3: No, but it's pretty accurate. Uh, I, I actually felt bad for Eddie. I mean, uh, not not for losing the fight, but for, that was a, a, a very uh, a fast, a devastating loss. Uh, and it's funny, you said uh, Cody statement. I was going to say Jeremiah Wells, that uh, vicious uh, knockout of uh, Court McGee. First time he's in
2: been the, stopped, Cormier. Is it
3: the first round? Uh, is it the first time he's ever been stopped? I'm, I didn't realize that. I'm
2: going to say it's the first time he's known for his durability. Oh, okay, I thought it was the first time in years, but you might be right. Uh, we they could they could, they could look that up. look that up. But I'll tell you, you think after the right hand he was out of trouble because he did a left, a jab that caught him, a right hand that missed, and then he you Oof. think he was in trouble. that left uh, came yeah. from Guam and it landed right? Oh my goodness, that's not getting anybody out. I don't think anybody's down. You have a chin like granite. It was, it was he, right on the end of it. Oh, my goodness. It was beautiful technique. And, uh, again, that Daniel Gracie team at a, at a PA, they, 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 you know, the Philly, those Philly guys. Yeah. He has, I believe, just as much submissions as he has wins. Is uh, that I, the
3: I, last I, one before this was a rear naked choke, I think. I mean, and, by the way, you're right. It was Court's first uh, stoppage. You're right. The first time he's been stopped.
2: Goddamn right I'm right.
3: Yeah, I assumed you were, but I wasn't sure.
2: So what am I ever wrong?
3: Wow, well, Sorry, Jim yeah i'll tell you let's see i'll tell you when you're wrong same way i'm wrong uh we both thought we both had cater picked uh, i thought by a decision three rounds to two i figured it'd be very close and um i was almost right i was almost right but one judge saw it differently um uh i i was i kind of thought josh emmett won the fight I picked Cater by a very close uh, decision, but watching it it was I could have lived with either decision, but I was I was kinda glad to see Josh get it after that. Fight I thought, eh, I, th- I thought that his P threw bigger punches, maybe did more damage, even though Cater probably landed more.
2: Cater had a beautiful jab working, man. Yeah. Um Yeah, you but know, yeah, but Josh was really uh I'll tell you, he was pretty fearless in there. Like, yeah, he was. You no, know, you know, Cater, I was I was like, man, what's Cater come in with these elbows? And Cater had a hard time to ta- ta- um, Getting the timing down those first couple of rounds, you even like you, you, you hear his corner being like, yo, what's up, man? What's going on? Basically, like I'm paraphrasing, but they're like tell us what you're feeling. And then he's like, yo, and then he answered back, yo, he's loading up. So maybe yes. he was like a little hesitant because he thinks he's loading up to hit him back. But he then he started finding his rhythm. He started getting his distance. And it made it that much more exciting. Because yeah. it wasn't just going one way. It looked like it was going one way after those two, first two rounds. Oh, yeah. Cater started finding his own distance and timing. And, oh, it just made it that much more exciting. So, on of a night of great fights, it was a very, very good main event. And, again, I'm with you. Uh, it went with Josh. I'm totally okay with it. If it went the other way, I would have been totally okay with it.
3: Yeah, it was uh, – because, again, Cater did land, uh, I think, a, a decent amount more. Uh, Joaquin Buckley uh, over Albert Daryev – uh, I mean that was a good stoppage. Obviously, his left eye I think was shut. Yeah. Um, Joaquin Buckley looked really, really incredible. Um, so, congrats to him. That was I was a, a great fight, and I was happy they stopped it. They were speculating that they were going to stop it uh, at the end of the second. They were like, i will be surprised if they let him come out, and they they made the right move. I thought.
2: I'll tell you. You remember Joaquin Buckley was calling out uh, Darren Till, and then him and comes out with backstage, and comes it's like, "Who's that guy?" And he's like, "I don't know." And I don't know. I think people starting to know who he is now. Oh yeah. You know,
3: yeah, he gra- he's good at grabbing kicks too. Uh, I mean, it wasn't the highlight, but uh, he did the- he grabbed uh, one of Dariaev's uh, kicks. I just made a mental note because uh, he seems like he's really good at doing that.
2: Hey, Amen. Yeah, Gregory Rodriguez has supposedly has phenomenal grappling. We really know he does, but dude, he believes in his striking now, and that's a fucking problem because when, uh, when Gregory was going after uh, Julian Marquez. You know Julian. He's the one who likes. He's the yeah. the, the big the Barry. Cuban
3: Missile Crisis, right?
2: Yes, yes. And he likes um, what's her name? What's the that singer? Uh, Miley Cyrus. Yes, he does. He goes. Yes. He to a song. It's nice. Anyway, Julian. He he started towards the end of that first round, or during that first round, he started to he started to to, to try more. It is the problem. He couldn't get the respect. He couldn't get the respect from Gregory. He couldn't get the respect from Gregory Rodriguez to keep Gregory from coming forward and just throwing on him
3: and landing
2: on him and hurting him. And he couldn't give him anything to say, all right, you better get away or this. No. There was He was trying. Right. Yeah. And then he would get hit again. And it was just, and when he would get hit, it was one of those things where he's getting punched and he's flying across the gate. It was crazy, man. But then it's, it's like he made a decision with himself saying, all right, if this is the way it's going to go, then I'm going to go out of my shield. So I give him credit because he didn't. He tried. He tried to get in that mix and make it dirty. And unfortunately, Gregory knocked him out. But yeah, he did. I'll tell you that Gregory Rodriguez looked just. He just looked menacing. He looked yeah. so confident. There's nothing Julian could do to get his respect. He's like, ah, take no. this, that, and he's like, Arr. he puts his arms up and he comes forward. Oof, oof. Not exactly like that. No, that. Not exactly. But, but the tone it, was right. Yes. But I'll tell you, uh, how could you not be impressed with that? Oh, I, I skipped over Demir and Garam. Uh, we we had Garam on the show. But this says, yeah. Uh Kutatulazi
3: and uh, that could have yeah. went the other
2: way. That could have went either way. That fight that was a close fight.
3: It was a very close fight. It was it was one that again, I was I was o- okay with it, but uh, it could have went either way.
2: Hey, I, I thought Garam, Garam had it, but you know maybe I was a little biased because he was just on the show.
3: Right, I can never tell either when it's a close fight. Like if I if I don't if I'm if I haven't met either fighter, the one guy I've interviewed who I might like a little more just because I've spoken to him. If it's that close, do I lean towards him just because I like him?
2: Hey, Jimmy, I know this fight went to decision. One of only two on the, uh, on the, on the, uh, on the card, on the prelims, uh, Maria Oliveira yes. versus Gloria Paula. There's no loser in that fucking fight. There is technically because Maria Oliveira won, but that was a great fucking fight. These girls were yeah. ferocious. Yeah. That was a fun, fun fight. And I'll tell you, those girls were getting me amped. Because Maria Oliveira is jumping in with a flying knees and throwing combinations. And end of the first round, it was so competitive that they both got up and they they gave each other like a hug and they put their hands up. It was like, what a fight. What a fucking fight, Jimmy. What a night of fights. The whole night was amazing. You know, I can't say enough about it.
3: It's literally one of the best fight cards I've ever seen. It was one of the most exciting fight cards I've ever watched.
2: And we should mention uh, Natalia Silva. Yeah. Fuck. That was great.
3: Yeah. yeah you but, get to it? Uh yes, it was a great fight.
2: <laughs> Jasmine <laughs> Jesuda Vicious, Vicious. Let's call the whole thing. Up. No guy. Silva
3: uh Vicious. Yeah, it's it's not easy to say.
2: Yeah, well, let me tell you something. Yes. It was a good fight. A really good yeah. fight. But uh I'm tell you, Silva looked looked phenomenal. I, what a night. What a night. What a night. What a night. Fight in the night. is oh, go to Josh Abbott. Emmett and Calvin Cater. Yeah. All of the night, a lot of them, Jimmy. Yeah. Too many. Everybody got one.
3: <laughs> Holland, Buckley, Rodriguez, uh, Adrian Yanez, uh, Jeremiah Wells, uh, Ricardo Hamos, uh, Cody Stamen, Hawes, and of course, uh, Roman D'Eliza. Incredible. Just, it, it literally is one of the top to the bottom most exciting cards. The stoppages, the decisions. Um, one of the most exciting cards i have gone that I can ever seen. One of have the seen. most,
2: one. Of the most yeah. exciting cards. But you want to know the most exciting card?
3: Uh, I was going to hold up mine. Thank you very much to uh, Panini for doing that. It was nice. Do I
2: look hot to be Do I look strong? Half I look the strong?
3: card is off the camera.
2: Jimmy, let's hang up. Listen, we, I had so much fun with you.
3: Yes, and thank you to AJ oh, hey, Jimmy,
2: it doesn't feel like 600 episodes.
3: No, it doesn't. It feels like a 1,000, but it was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'll,
2: I'll talk to you in a couple of days. No, right, oh, no, no, no. Plug something, young man.
3: I'm away for the week, so I'm not doing <clears throat> New York. July 22nd, 23rd, I got Denver. And then every July, every Wednesday in July, I'm going to be in New York at the Fat Black Pussycat and the last Wednesday in June. So if you want to come see my hour in New York, come
2: see it. Let's see. I'm on Cameo. I like to have a good time. Jimmy, I'll talk to you soon, dude. I love you so much.
3: All right, pal. I love you. I'll see you soon.
0: Bye, buddy.